0: Welcome to Why Is with Ty and Dan. This week we
1: discuss a TV show, finally. Oh,
0: wow. Welcome to Why Is with Ty and Dan, a Marvel recap podcast where we try to figure out just who and what is going on in this cinematic universe. My name is Tyler Borland, and with me always is Danny Vincent.
1: That's me, I'm Danny V, and we got something special with Loki. And let me tell you something before we get into our spoiler alert Loki's going to be an interesting show. Do you want to know why? Do you want to know why, Tyler?
0: Because Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson? Let me
1: rephrase. Loki's going to be an interesting show for our podcast. you want to know why?
0: <laughs> because, because
1: every episode has to be recorded at night. <laughs> because it's a Ayo. Wednesday premiere. It's got to be a fun six weeks, everybody. We're going to go crazy. Or Three hour episodes every week oh please god no i need to go to bed (laughs) but we're not gonna rush it we're gonna give you exactly what you need for all your loki recap needs and tyler do your thing before we get right into it
0: all right from this point on we will discuss the latest episode of loki and possible spoilers for future productions we do not claim to have knowledge of said future spoilers but will gladly take full credit if such come true we will not address leaks
1: for either loki or any other marvel thing a lot of our speculations align it's purely coincidence now let's get into I'll... loki episode one glorious purpose oh my god that was such a bad loki voice just <laughs> yeah, a generic british accent i mean <laughs> let me see can i even what's what's a loki line what's a loki line let's see if i can get it and then we'll get into it Give you were loki all line. beneath me you are all beneath me. No, why am I going into Hemsworth? This is so bad. I don't know.
0: I Gee, don't, let's move
1: on to our general yeah, thoughts. I'll do it late. next week. Give me a different Loki live. This will be what we do. right. I'm going to try to get a loki <laughs> impression done.
0: So, so I thought this episode was a great pilot episode. It did everything it was meant to do. Left me wanting more and with more questions than it answered, which is all good. Uh, the music is both fun and sinister, and the effects were great. I love what Marvel is doing. Uh, with time in this show,
1: uh, yeah, I agree for the most part. I want to add some stuff? Uh, well, this was easily the best pilot the MCU has put out. Granted, considering Falcon Winter Soldier's pilot, which none of us were big fans of, and the Wandavision first episode, which was kind of purposely not a, you know what I mean? It was kind of like mm-hmm. just it was put out to be two a two part pilot. Actually, yeah. apparently, I don't know if we ever talked about this. Uh, I had read that Shackman, the director of Wandavision, had stated that initially they wanted to put out the first three at once, but because of COVID and the visual effects, they're like, if we do that, we are not going to finish up last episode on time. So mm. that was actually why we only got two instead of three. But anyway. Gotcha. Um,
0: nice little buffer of time there. Well, yeah, yeah, and yeah. and for WandaVision putting out, um, putting like their first episode not being as good as the second one, uh, that first one just really needed to set up that format you know yeah, uh, the, exactly the, the, the you can't really format. subvert
1: a format until you had it set up but anyway we're not talking right. about Vision. we're talking about Loki uh for once for once yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> well we could talk about Vision briefly uh but we, I'm gonna get it myself uh but I, th- I thought this episode did have a Loki reference uh not a, a Vision reference anyway uh what did you say uh, you said you wanted left wanting more and I agree but I do want to say because I said it's too off mic is that mm-hmm. what I really liked about this? Was that this was an episode that still felt like a full episode. When it ended, I felt like something small was resolved. Yeah, not everything. Obviously, there's still a lot left to get into, but we have our characters set up. We have the central dynamic set up. We have the central thematic question set up, and we still told a decent story in these 50 minutes. It went. Speaking of 50 minutes, this went by so fast. Uh, yeah, it you did. could have told me this was a. 35-minute episode, I would have believed you. Uh, but mm-hmm. also, I am This is I was packed with info. I was entertained the whole time. The music, as you said, is really great. It reminds me of uh, Moversburg's score for Ragnarok a little bit, but a little more mm. sinister, as you said. Yeah. Um, and I love that this is a totally new world for the MCU. It's clearly, like, above everything. It's kind of like a preview of what we're going to see for Eternals in a way, mm-hmm. because the Eternals are above it all, so as seemed to be the TVA. Hiddleston gets an Oh wow, and Wilson also gets an oh wow. They're both really good in this pilot. It's very promising for the show. I actually don't think this pilot leads a lot to dissect because I think it's put it, It's it's an exposition episode, right? We have to introduce this yeah. whole big world. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and also one thing he's mentioned briefly with the effects is that I felt like this was built for like a lot of this stuff. Like I said, this also about Mando's season two premiere, and uh, yeah, that's the other big one in, on. disney plus is it felt like it was built for like screening in a theater Mm the pilot as part of a um part of a like you know promotional thing yeah Uh, and i kind of was bummed i didn't go to see a theater but i'm also not going to run a movie theater to watch a pilot of a marvel show but the effects were indeed really good let's get into it
0: yeah so uh before we begin uh disney plus well marvel studios puts out um, before each Disney Plus sh- uh, Marvel show well, they put th- out a in little, s- little series, yeah, Marvel in general because they're going to do one for what they War. call what they call Legends, mm-hmm. um, and it's where they briefly just catch you up on uh, on characters on where they where they've been, you know, throughout the MCU up to this point. Uh, for a nice Wanda season, Vision, really. we had Wanda and Vision, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, we had Falcon <laughs> Winter Soldier, <laughs> and for this and, one we had and,
1: wait 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 wait.
0: And Zemo and Sharon Carter. did our we, we had four with that one. Okay, so I, <laughs> mi- I missed two. I can't believe I missed one for Zemo. Yeah, Zemo.
1: Well, I don't know why Zemo needed one if he appeared in one movie. Uh, I yeah. also don't know why Sharon Carter should even be acknowledged
0: as a character. <laughs>
1: so.
0: <laughs> uh, so, yeah, for for Loki, we had one for Loki and a little blue cube known as the tesseract
1: yeah uh what i thought what's funny about this was two things one uh it did include our favorite line doors open on both sides <laughs> uh it also included uh what i assumed was a retcon post-credits scene from thor one but the other thing i was amused by was after i was like i gotta watch this before the episode so i did And then in the middle of the episode i get my loki recap anyway so i was like well okay right. i didn't i didn't need that uh, but these are nice. I like they exist. Uh, I'll probably watch one before Black Widow. You know, I'm curious. Yeah. how that will, will play out. I'm curious if they'll even do one for Miss Marvel. You know, will they do a Captain Marvel one? No, well, we'll see. Um, right, because I do think yeah. Captain Marvel will play into it. But anyway, um,
0: but yeah, yeah, it's it's an it's a nice way to uh, to for for those that are tuning into Disney Plus strictly for these shows. Like, I'm thinking of a family, say, like a family of five. The parents, you know, work jobs during the day, and then their kids maybe are on Disney Plus all the time. But the parents only get to go to it just to watch, like, you know, these couples shows, like, get to watch Loki or or so. And uh, maybe they're not as well-versed in the MCU films as as others. And this is a nice, just opportunity to re- refresh the memory. Yeah. You know? Okay,
1: good. I was really hoping, I was really worried. You're going to be like, you can watch these instead. I was going to be like, no, Tyler, no, but yes, for a refresher, I think these work pretty well. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, Cause really, I remember I watched I everyone, the Wanda and the vision ones came out and people, people, people were saying, you can watch this and not know the MCU and enjoy WandaVision. Cause WandaVision you know, had all that buzz from non MCU fans yeah, uh, so they're like, yeah, you can watch this and you'll you'll still enjoy WandaVision. And I watched. It, I was like, mm, I think you can, but OK, you know, but yeah, yeah, uh, they are good refreshers. And I enjoy watching Loki. Speaking of Loki, I heard he has a show where he the does. legend continues in the legend continue. <laughs> so, <laughs> honestly, so honestly can i just say wait wait, before we go on well let's think about this is that it's really funny to me if that would be like the legend continues for the tesseract and loki unless this show is gonna go somewhere really weird because we see like
0: four tesseracts in this episode so I'm yeah like, is
1: it a legend doesn't it, was it gonna continue
0: yeah yeah that's that's really uh really thrown me throw me off. Of course, we've got five more episodes to go. I wonder if the Tesseract will become anything more. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, it seems like once the infinity stones get to the TVA, the TVA is just, just like, yeah, they're, they don't work here. They, they're obsolete. Um, so let's talk about where this show is in the MCU timeline. Um, Cause we've done that with the, with the past two Disney plus shows. So, Uh, Loki, to me, the Loki show belongs definitely after the events of Avengers Endgame. However, the TVA operates outside of time and space. Therefore, Loki is currently outside the realm of any timeline. Um, I'd like to suggest watching Loki maybe after after Endgame as an official start to Phase 4. But, of course, we'll have to wait and see where the show takes us in the next five weeks.
1: Yeah, I'd have to say, um, well, first, I think the question is a trick question. The show exists out a time. It, you cannot you can place it anywhere that it would work. Right. Um, mm-hmm. However, I would agree with the um, take that after Endgame and Infinity War makes sense because Loki literally watches Infinity War in this. And then, of course, the beginning of the episode is the scene from Endgame. Or, yeah. Yeah. Uh, can I just say, well, well, you know, we'll get to it when we talk about the cold open next. Um, I have a, I have a funny comment there, uh, but anyway, I would, I kind of like the idea of this being the premiere uh, phase four because Endgame exists as a film to end everything and be like, well, there are no more really loose ends with the characters I care about. But I would say Loki is a cornerstone of the MCU in a way that. I wouldn't. I would even say he's more cornerstone in the MCU as like than Black Widow or Hawkeye are. You know, mm-hmm. I would yeah. say it goes Thor, well not because Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Loki in that order, and then maybe Hulk after Loki, because Loki's been so much of this stuff and always been a really pivotal character. He might not have solo stuff, but he all like I, I, when I read our Avengers episode, I was like, Loki's the reason this movie works. Like, without Loki, this movie is. I don't see how you can do a first Avengers movie without Loki.
0: Um, yeah.
1: Now I get to there could be an argument, you know, that like uh, I I could see the argument for Black Widow and Hulk being a bigger deal, but I do think Loki's more important than Hawkeye <laughs> uh, or even Nick Fury. So mm-hmm. the idea of being like, well, here's a totally new story of Loki that you've never seen before, set in a totally new world where there's no returning characters whatsoever so far. Uh, you know, it's just very, it's exciting. I'm excited for a while. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah yeah it's it seemed that uh it seemed that falcon and winter soldier really leaned on returning characters um to help its narrative whereas this show like you said now a really good point uh this show like you said is that like we have loki but it everyone else is new you but know le-
1: and also though let's be real here loki is a much bigger deal than wanda vision uh I want to Sam Wilson because now he's Captain America. I don't want to keep calling him Falcon, uh, but Sam Wilson or Bucky, I think Loki's mm-hmm. a much bigger character than any of those. So you can take Loki and put him somewhere totally new. Yeah,
0: I also think, um, on like the release time of this show after WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier is definitely much that's, that's a very good idea. Um, rather than we get this. I, I assume if if every episode is going to be like what this first episode was, and it, every it's like oh this is great, I'm so excited for WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier, and then yeah. like we're well, just I slowly disappointed. You know, we need
1: to remember that we got into that lucky accident where WandaVision came That's first. That's true. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I legitimately think that if Falcon and Winter Soldier came first, WandaVision would have been the big hit that it, it was. Because people have been like, well, Falcon and Winter Soldier wasn't that great, uh, so that people wouldn't even bother trying it, right? And yeah. Loki, I think, is getting the benefit of the doubt even – because I feel like most people were like Falcon, Winter Soldiers, whatever. That no one – I don't – I'll be honest. I really only know a couple people who are like, yeah, I loved it. Uh, but Loki is like, yeah, I like to WandaVision, so I'll give this a shot. I also think Loki – we need to look at a WandaVision, which even though Marvel hasn't officially announced it, but it's kind of a big open secret that Loki is being designed to be a long-running TV show, which WandaVision was not – and Falcon and winter soldier was not Loki is supposed mm. to have a season two. And in that case, this is a, this, this should be compared to the Mandalorian. If anything. Yeah. Know, plus. Yeah. Because it is their Marvel's first ongoing TV show, which to me is also, it's just really interesting to me that Tom Hilson and Owen Wilson signed on for a presumably years long commitment. Cause to me, this show is being sold on not only Loki, but the idea that it's an odd couple pairing of Loki and o- with Owen Wilson, mm-hmm. uh, so the reason I say that is like maybe Owen Wilson dies in the finale. Who knows? But I don't think, you know, they'd be marketing it so much on him if they knew that that was going to happen. And then the next season, they'd have to sell you on it without him there. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Um. But yeah, we should probably be yeah. talking the episode, but we're kind of. Yeah, I don't know. This is so, OK. We can start with this. This is kind of like. Yeah. What no, is no, this Loki this is in
0: Marvel? Like what is Loki? Why is Loki.
1: Yeah, why is Loki? Well, it's because it's what I'm going back to what you said. It's like this is not the start of phase four, but this should be the start of really Marvel television because the other Mm -hmm. stuff was miniseries. This is supposed to be a show. I believe Moon Knight's supposed to be a show. I think Miss Marvel might become a show after Captain Marvel 2. You know, yeah, these shows are supposed to return, and this is our first chance to see what that's like. Maybe Hawkeye will be a returning show too. We haven't heard anything there, but. We know Loki yeah. is supposed to return, so this is our first chance to see what a season one really looks like instead of just what a mini series looks like.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, yeah. We so we'll definitely on. expect yeah. expect um just a, a better, more cohesive narrative there. Yeah, a more cohesive
1: uh, narrative where it's okay for there to be loose endings because they're not going to be picked up by the movies. They're going to be picked up by the second season.
0: Yeah. You know? yeah.
1: Yeah. All right, we can go on. Sorry,
0: I just wanted yeah. to be like, so Loki. No, no <laughs> Loki. it's a good point. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'd rather have, I'd rather have these streaming shows as content rather than just filler to the next movie, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, I- yeah. I would be though okay with hypothetically we're getting so out of ourselves with this, but we if are. Loki like if Loki gets Agents of Shielded, and I don't mean struck from the canon, which by the way this episode does strike Agents of Shield from the canon in a really does funny it? Okay. way because I know
0: we we had a uh, conversation <laughs> about a like really long conversation about Agents of the Shield the other see day. if it really counts um, yeah <laughs> but
1: I felt like this struck it from the canon uh, but anyway uh, what was I gonna say. Uh sorry, uh so Loki, I don't care if Loki ever interacts with the movies again, right? That's what I'm saying. Loki as a character does not need to go back to the movies. Yeah. It would be okay if he exists in his own little Disney Plus show that kind of investigates the movies, but like I don't think it's kind of like as I said with Colson, right? We never saw if if we count Agents of the Shield as Canon, the Avengers never found out Colson was alive. Thor should never find out that this Loki variant is out there. That's what mm. I'm talking
0: about. Yeah. Like
1: he needs to be separate from his family and maybe in season two or three in the finale, this Loki variant does go to see Thor again, but somewhere in the timeline, you know, that we already have, you know what I mean? Like somewhere before end game and mm-hmm. war, maybe she's just a scene on the ship on Ragnarok. They run into each other and he gets to say goodbye. that could be emotional, but I think it'll be down the road when Hamsworth is like, yeah, sure. I'll guess on your show, Tom. Why not? See, my Hammersmith is way better than my Hillston. Not that much. But better. that was <laughs> not
0: Australia. <laughs> no, that was not Australia. Loki. <laughs> no, I'm the son of <laughs> <laughs> don't even know. Now they're a pirate. Son Asgard. <laughs> All right, okay. now we can get so into so the episode. What about that? What about that cold, cold open?
1: Okay. Two notes. I didn't put one of them in here, but I'm gonna tell you right now. I wonder if Robert Redford has a contract that they can't use the footage because I noticed they cut around him I don't know if you noticed that the archive footage they cut around Robert Redford's appearance in that scene Oh, in the in-game? Yeah, the in-game, in-game clip yeah. They cut around the Robert they did, Redford yeah. appearance Yeah, and I
0: was like Yeah,
1: hmm, I wonder okay. what that's about Yeah, it kind of made me laugh Uh, m- Well, we, well, you know what we can talk about it now It's really quick My favorite thing about Robert Redford is with the MCU is that he this movie that came out in I believe fall twenty eighteen called the old man and the gun was sold as Robert Redford's foot, foot, like retirement movie like he's like, I'm not doing any movies after this uh, yeah which is true it is the last movie he shot unfortunately he did shoot Endgame before it so his last credit is Avengers Endgame uh, <laughs> so uh, and he has like, I've always I've always been like Rutford, you got to go back on your promise just so you have your actual last credit to not be Endgame but anyway, right. I'm guessing he doesn't want his last cred to be Loki either. So that, that was what I was thinking. He didn't appear. Uh, but I also thought, so, you know, in the trailers, we see Loki wake up in the desert after grabbing the Tesseract. I assumed, because you know, it's, this, it's a space stone. I assumed it was like a planet far away. <laughs> it's just yeah. Mongolia, And I was like, oh, all
0: right. Did you okay. did you notice that the, the shot, the zoom in, or that it was not a zoom. It was more of a crawl. The crawl in with the camera and all the assorted debris around Loki was very similar to when Iron Man crashes, when Tony Stark crashes after escaping the uh, camp. I did not notice that. In the first Iron Man I film. I believe you. I believe you. Yeah, That'd be cool. It's, cool reference. It's very... And I'm like, that... This this that right there was the reason well, I mean, obviously the episode content, but that right there was the reason why I was like, this is a great way for this to be the first movie of phase four of that new begin, you know, that new beginning after in game that really. And as
1: I said, it also is a good you know, thing for the we're not going to get into the discussion, but a right beginning to the phase of Marvel television that we're really yeah. entering and. Uh, so, yeah, that's cool. I didn't notice the parallel, but I believe you that it was there. I, I caught uh,
0: it the second time the second time when I watched it, I which watched I will I will say this this show. I caught things and appreciated it, appreciated the episode even more watching it a second time through. And I enjoyed it a second time through. It wasn't. Yeah, a, I know, it didn't didn't drag.
1: This is a show that I'm just saying right now. I'm waiting to rewatch it with my parents uh, because I feel like I'm definitely going to enjoy watching it. But yeah. as it's a multi-season show, I'd rather get my parents hooked on it. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, yeah. What I was also going to say is, I just got a quick, quick question. And if you say no, I'm going to put it in my back of my head for the next movie to recommend to you. But have you seen Arrival? The movie Arrival?
0: I was actually going to uh, consider that as one of the movies that I watched for The Green Room coming up.
1: Ooh, you should. It is kind of thematically tied to the TVA, I will say and that's okay. not a spoiler it's brought up in the first 20 or 25 minutes of cuz i
0: i've been bouncing between arrival or legend cuz yeah so i've been I, bouncing between you, i
1: haven't seen legend so you should watch arrival so i can talk about arrival on this podcast if
0: you good old, <laughs> good old tom hardy uh in in legend i think oh i was going to say tom he's hardy. not in arrival yeah he's, yeah, he's, in, <laughs> he's in legend <laughs> yeah 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 uh, so yeah story. we're not going to talk so, about oh, well, but you've got story a note about Mike. the tva
1: yes okay yeah uh so the tva so cool super cool production design and as you said the effects that obviously well okay so there's a big nice reveal shot of the tva outside of it and loki's like wow that's amazing and that's one of those shots i was like this would be great in the theater uh those effects are great but i'm talking even just interior where it's very retro futuristic which of course is augmented by that cool animation with miss minutes that mm-hmm. nice retro animation um the costume design is good because I like it's designed to be boring, right? The coolest looking person in this world is Owen Wilson. And even he just looks cool because it's Owen Wilson with like really shock white hair. Otherwise, it would not look that cool and look boring. It's really just Owen Wilson.
0: Uh, and yeah, that's what yeah. I would also say great casting and so far. It's definitely like the TVA. Definitely. It's a machine, you know, it's yeah. it's run very much like a like a machine
1: yeah and there's really great casting here particularly i really like Wumi musaku musaku yeah Mm -hmm. Wumi (laughs) musaku because she she's on lovecraft country and i've said it before that she's the best part of that show uh i mean she's had much to do here yet probably because this was shot before lovecraft country um but i think her presence is really good especially in like the climax of this episode where Loki kind of faces off of her even mm-hmm. in the beginning where she like knocks him out with that cool weapon uh i hope she is a i say regular on this show as in i hope she's in all six episodes of the show in a big role i also liked seeing uh what's her face i always forget her name the the woman who played the judge she's in a lot of stuff she was in the beauty and the, i hate i hate recognize her that. she was in the beauty and the beast remake uh as oh. the feather duster which is not a great role but she's in other stuff too uh she is, I'm sorry. I'm just looking her up. She's in a lot. She's Gugu Mbafara. That's her name. Mm-hmm. Gugu Mbafara. She's in a ton of good stuff, but she's always one of those actors who like pops up and is really good in indie movie. You expect them to get big roles in a mainstream movie, but then it's like their mainstream role is like a Faber-Duster in and Beauty and the Beast, right? Like it's yeah. <laughs> that is what you get. Uh, well, she, actually, got a, she got
0: a credit in this Oh, yeah, she's second-billed because Owen Wilson yeah. has
1: the with credit. Also, fun fact, she is, I think, might be a reference casting because she did four episodes of Doctor Who, and I think this show was designed to be heavily influenced by Doctor Who. I've read an interview.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, she
1: was the lead of also the third uh, Cloverfield movie, which uh, I, a lot of people do not That's like.
0: That's the Cloverfield paradox?
1: Yeah, the one they dropped on uh, Netflix as a Netflix.
0: surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was basically it was a ret, it was a retcon. That was the whole purpose of it. Well, I I actually
1: I think it I wasn't like bad. That, that movie would
0: have been it wasn't bad. That movie would have
1: been good if it didn't have the subplot where they just try to connect to Cloverfield. Otherwise, yeah. it's a nice, solid, dumb action movie. It's also got Elizabeth Becky who's a friend of the podcast because we talk about Tenet so much here. Uh, yeah, we need a Tenet episode of Loki. Come on, what what does the TVA think about Tenet? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, uh, there's, I forgot what I was going to say. So let's just keep going. We can move
1: on. We can move on. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: there there are multiple, (laughs) there are multiple devil references, um, in, in this episode. And of course I, you know, good old Tyler got the Mephisto train roaring up again. However, I don't think we're leaving the station this time listeners. So, uh, you don't have to buckle your seats in. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Will the I want I I wanted to know will this be the show that we get Al Pacino Mephisto, aka Mephistachino? I just wanted to say that because it sounds like a Starbucks drink. But uh, Dunkaccino. <laughs> yeah, dunk, that's that's exactly dunk, what I was. No, no. Off have them. you
1: not? You don't know the Dunkaccino meme? It's, oh yeah. Yeah. No, I know. the Okay. Meme. Good. Yeah. Okay. Thank God. I was so worried for that. I was like, Tyler, have you lived? Under a rock. I've never shown you Duncan Chino. Okay. Yeah, that's why I made the Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, you said... So, so, okay. Good. Yeah, I, I highly, d- I highly doubt
0: it. But well, anyways... Well, first,
1: if we did get Mephisto, I think it's going to be my Richard E. Grant theory. Because we know Richard D. E. Grant is on this whole show. Uh, however, I do want to read a quote from the head writer, Michael Waldron, who actually got a creative for television credit for this show. Good for him. Hey, Fine. hey. Uh, also... This has to do with something that I know you're going to say later, is that this is written, Michael Waldron. So he's I read a profile by him earlier this week uh, in, I believe, Vanity Fair. Might, no, it might be somewhere else. It doesn't matter. Uh, where he talked about how he got this gig, and it's like he started on Rick and Morty. Uh, and then he did, I don't know how, actually, I can't remember how he exactly got this kick, But he got on Loki. Kevin liked what he was doing on Loki. Kevin Feige liked what, not Lau. Kevin Feige he was doing a Loki and was like, you know, we're having real script issues with Doctor Strange. Do you want to rewrite the whole thing from scratch during COVID? And he was like, yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, so he worked. So he, this guy wrote Doctor Strange, too, as well, because it didn't gotcha. start because, you know, COVID shutdown happened in March. Yeah. And um, the filming started in September. You could write a movie in four months, you know, especially when you're not doing anything else, <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. So, but anyway, I have a quote from him about Mephisto. Someone asked him about it, because I don't know if you remember, we talked about that devil thing as evidence for the Mephisto and WandaVision. Uh, <laughs> we, we talked s- about that, uh, that
0: devil. We, we <laughs> spent three hours Windows. on that episode. <laughs> Anyways.
1: Uh, the quote is, it's honestly just a super weird coincidence. Like, it's generally a reference to Loki. The horns... He was cast out of heaven. That's what it's a reference to. So we filmed that a long time before. I think WandaVision must have been post when we filmed that. I did see all the stuff online. And I was like, oh, this is going to be interesting. Laughs. But no, it's more relevant to the themes of the show. And it's not a nod to the Mephisto character. So the devil references are meant to be a reference to Loki. Because Loki is kind of a devil figure. Mm. Did you like my Michael okay. Waldron voice? I've never heard his voice before, so I'm just gonna assume that's the I what wasn't he sure
0: who, who you were, because it changed. I was three I times was the throughout. Michael
1: Waldron. Well, if oh. Michael Waldron has a uh, split personality thing, he is that that's offensive. Uh, he's not a split personality thing, he just exists in the world of the movie split. Uh the the movie's <laughs> offensive. Anyway, movie god <laughs> Let's so talk Tom, about the acting. <laughs> let's talk about
0: Loki more so Tom Hiddleston. His performance in this is great. Um, more so, I I had trouble picking between Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson as to whose performance was better. Um, Wilson's performance was actually controlled and grounded. It was very it was very good. Um, yeah, I thought that Owen Owen Wilson he he gets in a lot of these roles where I don't know he becomes like the default default punchline guy and well, you know what? uh and we didn't Let's talk like sorry he, he had re- really good delivery and yeah just overall control with the character yeah so first i'm going to
1: talk about owen wilson and then i'll go back to t- tommy hids as i call him just i'm not going to regularly call him tommy hids uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> but first off before i even get to Ira though, i want to say something i read online from a critic weeks ago when this episode's first screen which is like it's very interesting how these shows are kind of and not intentionally obviously because all these shows were shot late last year or early last you know what i mean before covid yeah like wandavision half of it was shot pre-covid um so wandavision came out it's wandavision right we can't really respond to anything one of the main complaints on this podcast we were totally fine with it was that wandavision didn't have enough action falcon winter soldier comes out tons of action However, big complaint on Falcon Winter Soldier is, you know, weirdly, for a show called Falcon Winter Soldier, there's not a lot of buddy cop stuff here between Falcon and Winter Soldier. And here we mm-hmm. are. We got a buddy cop at the center of this, it looks like with Hiddleston and Wilson. And it seems to be a dynamic pairing. They've actually been paired before in a movie, uh, in really? Midnight in Paris, which is a Woody Allen movie, who is really gross, but I've heard Midnight in Paris is one of his better films. However, I cannot, in good faith, recommend a Woody Allen movie. Uh, that said, uh, they have worked together before. I'm actually wondering if Hiddleston and Wilson are friends, and that might have been also been why Owen Wilson agreed to do a multi-season show as if he got to be with a friend. But yeah, to finally respond to what you said about Owen Wilson, where he's the punchline, I think Owen Wilson's career is so fascinating. Because, yes, in the mainstream movies he's in, he's always a punchline. But he constantly does – these in, like, Wes Anderson movies, and he does, mm-hmm. as I said, a few Woody Allen movies back in the day. Uh, before Woody Allen was growing. Well, Woody Allen was already great grow- You know what I mean? Owen Wilson, yeah. no one was really holding him accountable. So,
0: yeah. What, can't what really was that film that he did with the dog where he raised the Oh, the Marley dog. and Me. Yes. Oh, he did that, Marley and Me. That one, he was solid in that one. I yeah. think
1: the interesting thing, uh, the thing I always think about Owen Wilson is is that, if you have seen Tropic Thunder? Uh, yep. So he was supposed to play the McConaughey role. In really, I I don't. Because I, don't know I, I can't
0: see anybody else but McConaughey playing.
1: Really, that I think role. McConaughey is doing an Owen Wilson impression in that role, which is which is why I like it. I think mean, it's a very huh. subtle. He's still being McConaughey, but if yeah. you watch that movie knowing it's supposed to be Owen Wilson, you'll be like, oh yeah, this is definitely an Owen Wilson role. I'll have to watch did, it.
0: I'll have to watch it again.
1: I don't know if you're aware, Owen Wilson, uh, had a suicide attempt right before that movie shot.
0: Uh, oh, I, I know yeah, I yeah, yeah. I
1: don't know if you know that. Yeah, he he went. He's he's obviously better now, uh, but it was a really rough time in his life. So he's like, sorry, Ben, I can't do this with you. I have to go figure this out. And Ben's like, Ben Stiller's like, yeah, do that. You know, like, definitely yeah. go out and do that. Uh, so McConaughey did it as a favor to both of them, because at the mm. time, McConaughey was very retired. He didn't really come back in full force until two or three years later. Gotcha. Uh, that's the interesting Owen Wilson story, because I feel like Owen Wilson would have been really good in that role, too. Uh,
0: yeah. And I don't think that character yeah. is
1: always the punchline in that movie. The punchline in that movie is Ben Stiller. Right. So yeah, a lot uh, well, of I mean, it, well, he, it goes Wilson, around. It goes that, around. That character's joke is only that he's trying to get TiVo. Right. It's not like he's the joke, It's the TiVo. That's the joke. But anyway, yeah. uh, I think Owen Wilson is an underrated actor. Uh, and I think, cause I think it's something we're also, he's kind of in that weird spot where it's like, he, he was the one, of the last big comedy stars, right? Vince Vaughn, mm-hmm. Owen Wilson, uh, I Farrell, like that whole generation. They've all shown well, the like act. it was like
0: it was like early 2000s to 2012 13 like they were yeah. all in consec you know like And then comedy just kind of like, yeah. Like
1: comedy stars don't exist anymore except for like Kevin Hart. And even he does block like he does Jumanji, right? Like he doesn't yeah. just stick to the comedies. Well, no and even he then he got Busters. started
0: he got started in stand-up comedy, you know, whereas Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I don't know where Olson got started, but I would agree. I don't think he's a stand-up. Um, now I'm curious. I want to do.
0: He's should, from. So he's doing, from Texas. So doing, can, he may have. He may have went to. Uh, to he went to a university. He probably in Texas. went to U, I looked it up Probably went to U
1: of Austin. A lot of. A
0: uh, lot of. I th- think that's it. Successful yeah.
1: people went, like Wes Anderson went there, which he has a good working
0: relationship he's, with. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I yeah. think he went. To, oh, and
1: of course, he did the Cars movies. Oh, Come that's on. true. Oh, we've <gasps> got some. The Owen uh, <laughs> <laughs> when we get to the
0: MCU news, Danny, you're going to be excited because I've got some cars news as well oh, in there. So, finally,
1: finally. Yeah. Uh, also, my last shout out to Owen Wilson is he played Reggie. And he's the lead of Free Birds, which I don't know if you've seen it. You probably haven't. I always describe it as the room of animated movies. It is impressively bad. It is one of the worst (laughs) things I've ever seen. I love it. Can I spoil the ending? Yeah. And I can guarantee you that the ending... Actually, it's thematically tied to Loki. It's a time (laughs) travel movie. It's a time (laughs) travel movie. So, Owen Wilson plays the turkey. By the way, important note, and I'll explain why once... This came out in 2013. So, middle of Obama's presidency... This is extremely important. Don't worry. Okay. He's a turkey who's about to get killed on Thanksgiving. But then the president, who is very obviously Bill Clinton in a film that came out in 2013, it's very obviously Bill and Hillary, and pardons him and he gets to live with the Clintons for a bit. But then my. the Woody Harrelson turkey comes in and is like, You are have a, tur- a turkey who has an access to Area 51. You can have a time machine and we can go stop the the pilgrims from having Thanksgiving and the turkeys will be saved for all humanity. Now, it's a great bad movie. I adore it. It is so funny, so bad. I watch it every Thanksgiving, so I can't 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 watch it too much because then it will be like it. Uh, Uh. But but, uh, the movie ends (laughs) with. Reggie, a hero, played by Owen Wilson, (laughs) goes back to the future from being... He's like, you know, most of the movie, they're in the past. So he goes back to the future. He grabs a bunch of Chuck E. Cheese pizzas. They are labeled Chuck E. Cheese. (laughs) Time travels back with them, gives it to the Pilgrims and to the Native Americans and goes... Why don't you guys eat pizza instead of turkeys? And they taste the Chuck E. Cheese pizza. And Chuck E. Cheese pizza is some of the worst pizza ever. But yeah. they go, This is amazing. So turkeys <laughs> are saved. And in America today, everyone just orders out Chuck E.
0: Cheese pizza
1: on Thanksgiving. <laughs> maybe maybe if that became movie. a thing.
0: Maybe if that had actually become a thing, Chuck E. Cheese wouldn't have gone bankrupt how many (laughs) yeah i know
1: like yeah free birds would have saved them and (laughs) the tagline for free birds was on november 1st hang on to your nuggets
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness goes to show that
1: owen wilson is a great actor he can do he can do um wes anderson he can do loki he can do free birds he can do cars (laughs) and he can do of course wedding crashers
0: Um, yeah
1: um, but going back to the acting and to Loki, man, I got to give you a few birds around Thanksgiving. That's just going to, ha- it's going to happen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so the Tiddleston's performance is obviously very good. I say, obviously, because I can't really say Tom Hiddleston surprised me anymore in this, you know? Cause like Tom Hiddleston is consistently the best, one of the best parts of the movies he's in.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like
1: it's specifically with the Loki role. Um, but in particular, I want to talk about a scene where he's basically binge-watching the MCU. Mm-hmm. And um, he uh, – he it, it reminded me of Interstellar where we just watch someone watching clips and we see their face reaction to it. In a very – because time is going by – he goes through six years of his life in the span of like three minutes. And he's just emotional about it. And it's good acting. It feels like a therapeutic breakthrough for him that he's – The important thing is he's giving it to himself. I don't think that scene works if Owen Wilson is the one showing him at all. You know? Mm. Like, if it's Loki doing it, then it's like, all right, then I can buy that he's going to try something new. Also, just because one thing we know about Loki more than anything is that he believes in self-preservation. Yes. Yeah. He sees that he's going to die, so he's like, well, I can't go back to the timeline because I'm going to die. Maybe here with this idea of free will, Mm -hmm. perhaps... Perhaps he has a chance to exist outside of time for a while still. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think Disney yeah. will
0: find a way to... uh
1: to still will play this role for as long survive. as he wants to.
0: Yeah. 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 As
1: long as long as they're willing to use the aging tech on him, you know?
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> um,
1: before we move on to our next point, I want to go back to something I briefly almost mentioned, which was I want to talk about Vision for a second. I know, mm-hmm. I know, but I have two reasons. When he gets... In the TVA for the first time, they stop him and they go like, we're trying to see if you have a soul and you're not, uh, you know,
0: a yeah, robot. Yeah, you're not a robot. you
1: wonder what vision would be, a variant of vision would be, because WandaVision kind of gave, gave us like, he's not really a robot, but he might be a cyborg type of thing, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. And they
1: do ask him if they think he's hit a cyborg implants before he gets to that scene at that spot, I believe. Probably because the thing would get rid of it. Um, yeah. maybe I'm mixing it up. Um... But yeah, yeah that
0: just that's got interesting, me thinking, though. That's and the other interesting, thing, though.
1: The one very small thing I saw on the discourse, which I was looking at right before we got on, is that the Drawer of Infinity Stones, interestingly, includes every Infinity Stone except for the Mind Stone, uh, mm. which is interesting. Hmm. Probably because yeah, is. we don't, we don't want to bring Vision back. We don't want to be like, oh, well, maybe Loki could bring it in and save Vision, you know? Uh, I also have to wonder what the use of time stone is in the TBA. Now we 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 see that the stones don't even work there, but the idea yeah. big a time zone in the TVA seems very funny and redundant to me.
0: But, yeah, uh, yeah. Um. So uh. So yeah. On like. T- uh, Tommy Higgs to, and the turkey to- there. Um. So like they turkey. had this <laughs> interview. They had this interview. Um scene which is like i said they have this interview scene and it's my favorite scene in the episode and then danny was like it was literally half of the episode <laughs> it really is <laughs> which is it really, isn't, yeah
1: it's not a bad thing it's, it's no a very it's cool to put your pilot in a room you know especially when you have a character as strong as loki and an actor as strong as hiddleston and then owen wilson and this was, I never really got to my point on Wilson, but I can, I can just say it now without talking about free birds is that Owen will, I think this role of Mobius only really works across Loki. If it is an actor like Owen Wilson, who everyone knows playing against type because he is playing with his image where it's like, yeah, we think of Owen Wilson as a very easygoing guy. So we can trust him here in this type of mm-hmm. role uh, immediately just because it's Owen Wilson. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to I can't really think of any other comedic, comedic actors who would be like that because that was always Owen Wilson's persona.
0: I like, um, I like his indifference with, uh, I couldn't maybe
1: see is doing it, but I think Wilson being older nails it, you know, but what were you going to say? Sorry.
0: Yeah. I, I like, uh, in, especially in this interview, interview scene, um, I like Mobius's indifference to everything. Yeah. And whereas Hiddleston's like, I've got to change this, you know, I, I am the the one who decides my fate and uh, very just Hiddleston is like level like his level of intensity is to the max. And then Owen Wilson's just uh, Mobius is like, yeah, I'm done here. I'm yeah. indifferent. I really okay, like yeah, that. Cause sure. To
1: me, the thing the thing would be to me is that I feel like a lot of people would take this idea and this dynamic and they'd be like Loki. Yeah, Loki's acting like Loki's in this. But Owen Wilson's character, Mobius I should start calling you Mobius and not Owen Wilson because I do think Owen Wilson – it's not like, you know, when Robert Redford comes up and he just plays Robert Redford. No, Owen Wilson is definitely playing a character. Um, Mm -hmm. So Mobius – I think Mobius would normally be written as someone who is like – by – like the easier way to write it is Loki to be like, this is crazy. And Owen Wilson to be – Mobius to be like, oh, oh, yeah, it is, but you know – we gotta we make do with what we can, like kinda more resigned to it. I I think Wilson plays it as no, this is a matter of fact, man. I just get with the program. Uh I get that this is hard for you, but just get on my level, okay? I think that's a much more fun way to play it, rather than you know, the kind of, resign being resigned is to be giving up. And yeah. I think Loki kind of feels like he wants to give up. So we need this counterpoint of a weirdly professional optimism and idealism. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, I like the idea of putting an idealistic bureaucratic time agent with Loki. Cause Loki is yeah. so cynical. Mm-hmm. So it's a good, it good, basically good odd couple dynamic. And the Mobius Loki interview, as you said, really delves into Loki's uh, psyche in a way that I wasn't expecting to get so deep onto in the first episode. And to compare it to another Marvel show, does it so much better than the Falcon and Winter Soldier stuff with the therapist. It doesn't feel bad yeah. to me. Um, particularly because Owen Wilson isn't really, Mobius isn't really trying to teach Loki anything. He's just trying to get actually inside his head a bit.
0: Mm-hmm. You know? Well, yeah. Yeah, especially because of the reason that he wants Loki to help him. You know, yeah. that we figure out later on. Uh, so, D.B. Cooper confirmed it was loki the whole time
1: now this cracked me up because when the db cooper fingerprint the trailer everyone's like oh this show's gonna get nuts why is loki being db cooper it's a it's a family guy cutaway gag that's what it yeah. is it's a cutaway yeah. gag <laughs> and it's like all right i mean, sure i'm glad you guys spent the money on this sure it's funny uh but yeah uh so this scene really just exists the book in the trailer, and you know what? It's fun. I'll, I'll I'll allow it. Also, I noticed I don't know if you noticed the aspect ratio shift
0: mm-hmm. for this. scene. Yeah, I really um, I really appreciated that.
1: Yeah, I'm curious if the later episodes will have it. This is kind of what's why where I was going with the um this screen in theaters this pilot as like an event thing. Yeah, because uh, that felt like it. But also the Miss minutes aspect ratio shift was also cool too. I felt like that the. The footage for that was in the aspect ratio of old Saturday morning cartoons.
0: Yeah. So I yeah. like that, too. Uh, and and the cuts, the cut that they did to, to that aspect ratio shift, um, it was all, it all blended very well. I love the really cut well.
1: back to Loki after that video. Um,
0: oh, yes. It, it
1: was just like a long, like. What? <laughs> like, I yeah. just watched this cartoon. <laughs> what <laughs> the, the thing to me that would be really, like, amazing to do is someone needs to make a 20-minute... I don't even watch the whole thing, but a 20-minute edit that just outright goes from the end of Avengers with only Loki scenes to the endgame scenes with just Loki and then to the beginning of this episode. Because <laughs> I'm just like... Yeah, I'm totally with him. Like, this is so weird to just be thrown into this after basically... If you think about it, Loki's morning was just like he was on the ship, in the helicarrier ready to like, I'm about to unleash the whole at the end of the day. He's talking to Owen Wilson.
0: Yeah. <laughs> in an office. <laughs>
1: what a yeah. day for Loki.
0: Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. He's he was just like, been... this is
1: going to be the first day of the rest of my life. And he was right. Just in ways. Yeah. He yeah. There was, one point,
0: there was one point that he says it's been a really long day. And I was like, I was like, oh yeah, it has because yeah, it really has. It's been a really long day, yeah. Uh,
1: and you know, by the way, because we're kind of there, so I'll just say it now: is I alluded to this earlier. With it confirms Agents of Shield is not canon. Uh, it's because Owen Wilson Mobius. I'm just gonna switch. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna say what I say. Sorry, yeah, sorry, Owen Wilson. I love you as an actor, but you're still Owen Wilson to me. Um, but Owen Wilson's just like yeah you just killed this guy how do you think he feels about his day you know and it's like well if he's dead then Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. didn't happen you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) so sorry Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fans Owen Wilson just ruined your life (laughs) but you know what you can still believe Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. takes place in a um whatever they call a rogue timeline what do they call it in this I forget
0: I Um, don't know not the know. prime timeline. Say, yeah. Out of the sacred timeline.
1: I like yes, that they gave so it great.
0: a name. Yeah. You know. It does sound uh, very
1: culty, which is why I can kind of buy does. into Loki being like, this is stupid. You know? Yeah,
0: you and your space lizards. But uh but yeah, I the best moment of this episode for me was when Loki asks the worker his name, so he can threaten to gut him like a fish. We we get this Like Loki is, he's super, super panicked and he, uh, you know, he's running around and before this, he just learned, uh, some, some stuff, uh, after watching the, you know, going through the timeline with, uh, with Owen Wilson. And then here, you know, here he is. He's like, I'm sorry, what's your name? And he says it's so polite. And then it's just this switch where he just screams at him like, yeah yeah what i like i really liked um, it
1: what i like about that scene is first off the actor whoever's playing the uh the the guy is really good and i've heard i have heard the one thing i've heard is that he is in the second episode too so that's exciting to me um because the critics screen the first two episodes uh so people have watched the second episode already just not us marvel send (laughs) us some screeners please no um (laughs) just let us record the whole thing tonight no uh (laughs) The, the whole show anyway so i know he's gonna come back what i like about that is i feel like loki you said i think loki actually is pretty much in control until he's thrown off by the what's a fish thing and he's yeah. like what like what are you talking about like you guys are insane what are you like i just i just want the, why are my tricks not working why is me being intimidating not working
0: yeah yeah i really like that he's like well, hold on. I want to know what I'm being threatened with and how to respond properly. I really yeah. like that, uh, which yeah, also leans in, which also uh, leans into the uh, what we had said earlier about the TVA being a machine. You know, he's yeah. just another cog that's like, how should I respond? Yeah. And he's no like, I've like, like,
1: lived here my whole life at this desk. And it's like, I believe you. I, I believe yeah. you've been at that desk your whole life. Yeah. Um, what else was going I was gonna say something else about something earlier. Oh, just something really quick that I'd seen also uh, brought up in a trailer, is that Loki is referred to in his trial as Lofi son, not Odinson. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was interesting. Well, a little yeah. Interesting.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, that is very, that is very interesting.
1: Yeah, I don't even say about it now. Will Will loffy return to the MCU? Make his long way to return to the MCU. Oh my gosh. We we did see him in some clips today, but I want some more Laffy. Give me some Laffy.
0: <laughs> I would <laughs> like, rather have the back to before before. Uh, there was no Malikep yeah. in
1: the clips. I don't believe. Was there? no? Maybe there. No, there wasn't. So, no. Um, not getting the residuals. All right, it's time for the segment of the show called Danny's Thematic Wondering, part of the show Whing! where Danny comes out and wonders about themes. Now. We've already kind of touched on this, but is this show going to talk about free will and if free will is possible? My thing here is that what everybody said, everybody Uh, runs. No, I heard, I heard you. Uh, (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, I did hear you. Uh, I thought that. Okay, I want to make a weird comment on this, which is that maybe it's arguing. I'm trying to figure out how to say this. So the show is positing that free will is not real. But it's positing it in a fantasy way. So Mm -hmm. I don't think the show as is can have its thematic point be about what is free will, is free will possible. Because the end of this episode, Loki basically chooses free will, knowing that going back to the main timeline locks him into his timeline and he doesn't get to choose free will. However, I don't think the show is interested in that because if it was, it wouldn't have the show be about time cops, you know? Like mm-hmm. free, the a whole question of free will is more from what minority I, I presume minority report talks about because I haven't seen it. But the idea that the choices that we are given are more illusions than anything and we're always gonna choose what the world needs us to pick. Loki is not about that. Loki is about if I go back, I am in a set timeline that these time cops are going to make sure I stay on. Mm. So the idea is in real life there are no time cops, I think so
0: <laughs> i think am i a robot
1: no uh, <laughs> who knows uh I, I that was a good line actually am i a robot um, yeah uh but unfortunately i robot has will smith not tom cruise so we're not talking <laughs> about it uh, <laughs> uh, but i was more fascinated by loki's response to finding all the infinity stones in a drawer uh yeah that to him is his big shock moment where he's like where am I? This is real. All these infinity stones are here and they just use them as paperweights. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: I wonder if it, he would take the an infinity stone out of the TVA, like drop into a timeline. If that would then like is does it just does it stay a prop or does it actually? Oh, I, I would imagine it back. still works. In
1: gotcha. fact, I wouldn't be surprised if jumping ahead a bit, the the Loki variant they're chasing is you know
0: he's not using rabbit. maybe time stone or
1: he could be using the time stone the time jump he could be using other stones you know yeah uh, I don't know he could be that realities
0: your reality stone yeah all kinds yeah. but probably we're not the to that point because
1: yet. the tesseract that well, had a legend face. episode had a Mar- yeah. well I'm just saying probably because there was a Marvel legend that's episode true we've been queued up so
0: <laughs> yeah uh
1: but. I think it's that is the more interesting part here is the idea of what happens when. So, I was thinking a bit in this episode, probably because they asked Loki, "Do you have a soul?" about the recent Disney Pixar film Soul, Uh, but more so because I feel like the TVA exists. Well, okay, I I have a good point, Tyler. Hold on, I know you're laughing because I always talk about Soul in this podcast. I'm more using that as a gateway to talk about. To me, the TVA exists more as a purgatory. It yeah. is not heaven or how Loki is not dead or alive existed in it. He is in a state between time and space. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the Tesseract in Interstellar. No, uh, actually, but that is true. That is what they describe the Tesseract in Interstellar as. So where's McConaughey? Owen Wilson, go take your role in Topic Blender to get McConaughey in here. Uh, but anyway. Uh, I'm curious to me is... The whole thematic idea of Loki has been chasing power his whole life. And here is everyone treating power like it's nothing. What does that do to him? And this episode kind of mm. address, like, I think that's what the show is about. Loki yeah. being in the TVA has been offered more power. If he, if he works with Mobius and he gets, he he's a, he's a good variant and they bring him on, which kind of spoilers, but not really. I'm assuming that's how the season's going to end if we have a season two coming. You know, like, I'm assuming that this is the world we're going to play around in for multiple seasons.
0: He yeah. is going
1: to be wielding more power than he ever did in his original timeline, in his original life. Right. It's just that he has to use it in a boring way. So that is a big question to him, is if he is that power-hungry to concede that control. Because that also is a big topic in this episode, is control. That's why he wants people to fear. So I'm curious where this is going to go. I hope, as always, I hope it ends somewhere. Interestingly i really hope and i really think fingers crossed that we will get this the way i think it will we're not going to get a big action climax for this show it doesn't make sense for this world we've set up and i know we said that for wanda vision but at least mm-hmm. in wanda vision vision and wanda have experience doing combat loki has always been the trickster so That's if true. this show ends yeah this show should end if anything like how dr strange ends with Loki using his powers to trick someone out of his way, because he's mm-hmm. the god of
0: mischief. Yeah.
1: But that's yeah. a question for five weeks down the road,
0: not for <laughs> today, really. How is right. this going to end? Uh, so you bring um, but up Doctor Strange. that is my
1: thematic wondering. That is my thematic wondering. <laughs> Join uh, me next so you team. bring up Doctor Strange,
0: who is also known as the Sorcerer Supreme. In Avengers Endgame, I don't know if you remember this, but well, we got a pretty decent amount of time spent with uh, and it makes me wonder because the Sorcerer Supreme is supposed to be kind of the a gatekeeper over reality, like keeping the timeline in check, which sounds very much like what the TVA does. So I'm wondering if the Sorcerer Supreme is involved with the TVA, I assume this show will interact uh, at least indirectly with Doctor Strange 2.
1: And uh, I think I said it on Mike, right, that he's writing Doctor Strange 2. So I would agree. Um, yeah. I hope it does. But again, as I said, I don't necessarily think Loki will be interacting with the main characters ever again.
0: To yeah. be fair, though,
1: I do think if he does pop up in somewhere, a Doctor Strange movie would be the logical place.
0: Um, yeah. Well, but... It- it could be uh, to just a way to address, you know, like Doctor Strange is kind of like, hey, behave.
1: We're, we're kind of in a weird limbo thing where kind of what I said to go back to what I said earlier about Doctor Strange 2's development is that initially Doctor Strange 2 was supposed to come out before Loki because Loki was always scheduled for summer 2021. However, the weird thing is, as I said, is that this writer went back and got to write Doctor Strange 2 after he was done writing Loki. Because of the COVID reshoots and getting Sam Raimi on board. Because, I don't if you remember, they replaced the director for Doctor Strange 2. No, I remember. Uh, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. So that's why there was a full rewrite from the beginning. So I'm curious if Doctor Strange 2 is now written to be air quotes after Loki. Because I stick by that the show does not exist in time. Unless the finale says otherwise. Other yeah. than being after Endgame. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: But, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. But, yeah. I'm... I'm interested in what will be well, like what will happen with the with the Nexus, um, which we also saw in WandaVision during one of the commercials um, in the multiverse overall. Uh, overall, how have- WandaVision may tie into this. <laughs> it's it's obvious how this could tie in with with Doc Strange.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I don't I don't I think we don't have enough announced beyond Doctor Strange. That- right. Right would make me think about that however i will say that again <laughs> this is more ahead of myself than i've ever been is that we look at the marvel schedule right now right and it looks like dr strange is going to be the only thing that's going to be inter- interacting with this multiverse idea on the big screen and of course with the idea that we had a few weeks ago that wand uh, a show about wanda will likely return post dr strange because the writer of wandavision to sign a deal with marvel
0: yeah shaffer is um, back on
1: yeah, Shea Fruit, she's back. Back again. Uh anyway, she's back. So it's just like i I wonder when it will appear again on the big screen, the Because it seems like Loki and WandaVision, and of course Doctor Strange 2, are just planting so much stuff. And I know Spider Man is as well, but I don't think Spider Man's going gonna I don't think I don't think Loki's gonna time No Way Home at all.
0: Uh Yeah. Yeah, I think although a postcard scene of the
1: TVA would be interesting, but I don't think Sony will want it, you know, because it's not going to help them out. Right. Uh, but yeah, anyway, I agree. I'm interested, but this is a pilot, so I don't really have much to say. But yeah, because this is a pilot, we can move on to our predictions for next week. Oh, I miss these so much. We haven't done these for about two months, six weeks. It's been a it's, while.
0: It's I think it's six weeks. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, if only so we
1: had stolen the Tesseract at the end of Falcon and Winter Soldier, and we could have gone to a place about time and just watched the whole series already of Loki.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. And then come anyway, back, come and we would be <laughs> benevolent gods. I'm trying to quote Loki, and I'm not remembering. Uh, so, anyways, well, try I'm to do honestly- your Loki
1: impression. Do your Loki impression.
0: <laughs> uh, give me a Loki quote.
1: <laughs> uh, I am burdened with glorious. Wait, wait, wait. Here's a better one. How do you not know what a fish is? How do you not <laughs> know what that. a fish is? All right, viewers, I don't know. you can des- listeners, you can decide at home who did it better. <laughs> Twitter poll, <and Ty. laughs> Twitter <laughs>
0: poll. <it. laughs> All right, so <laughs> what are your predictions? Right. So I'm, I'm honestly hoping we don't have a tale of two Loki's. Uh, we got something similar already with WandaVision having two visions, and this I don't think this trope should be overused, um, which I think would it's going to be really easy to do regarding the multiverse. Um, so the pilot didn't reveal too much regarding the next steps of the plot aside from Loki and Mobius fixing the sacred timeline and the possibility of a second and I have in parentheses or third, but I don't know why I said third Loki. Oh, no, it technically, it would be a third th- Loki. Yeah, it would
1: be a third Loki. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah because so, the, yeah, the possibility the of a third Loki,
0: Loki running them up.
1: I keep calling him prime because I'm so used to the term prime timeline. Uh, 'Cause that's what Star Trek used for its thing is that there was the Prime gotcha. Timeline and then there was the Kelvin timeline, which was the JJ movies. To I'm, be clear, I want to clarify that's why I keep calling it Prime Time not Sacred, the Prime Timeline.
0: I'm I'm uh-huh. hoping that we get maybe like a different timeline name. I don't know. Anyway. Sacred
1: Timeline. I, I we can just call I, I think calling it Prime Timeline is I think multiple franchises use set as like that use multi I think I'm not going to say it because I know we have a lot of Doctor Who fans who listen to our podcast, but I was gonna. Be, I think Doctor Who might call it the prime timeline as well. I might be wrong. I'm sure I'll get angry letters if it, I am wrong. Uh,
0: yes, they're we'll going see. to take the time, Danny, to write full page letters <laughs> a and written message. with a quill <laughs> I a
1: Facebook
0: and message. parchment paper, and uh, they will seal it up and send it by dub. My
1: predictions are... Uh, how about instead of a Tale of Two Lokis, we get a crisis with infinite Lokis? Here's the reason I say this, is I'm so curious about these credits, because you remember how Falcon we noticed during Falcon Winter Soldier that they had all those blanks? Well, our friend Kevin noticed it, then we took it and ran with it. Is that Kevin Lau, not Kevin
0: Feige. Yeah, yeah,
1: he doesn't, he, 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 he's not replying to my emails. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Check your game up man uh, Anyway, uh so Falcon Winter Soldier had left some blank spots in the pilot. This had so many blank spots in it. I think only like four or five if I remember, let's let's go through them. We had we had Tom, our boy Tommy Hids. We had uh we had uh Masaku. we had Masaku. we had Terra Strongest Miss Minutes, and then we had Owen Wilson. I think that was it. Oh, and we had the I don't know his actor name, but we had the guy. Who Loki's like, what's a... F-? Like he's, the guy who's like, what's a fish? So we had... Yeah. was that? Five? I think that's five, right? Six.
0: Six. I think it was, was
1: six. six. But those credits were going for a bit. Nothing yeah, they up. were. Maybe they're all Lokis. We do know two people that I like are going to be on the show. Sasha Lane, who starred in American Honey. Definitely should watch if you haven't. But I actually don't recommend the title because it's three hours long and it's literally about nothing. Uh, <laughs> and uh, also... Uh, Richard E. Grant, friend of the podcast, Richard E. Grant. And friend of most McCarthy, uh, Richard E. Grant. <laughs> uh, well, okay. He is my friend. He liked my tweet once. <laughs> and he is. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I also think Lumumosako's uh, character will end up being a minor antagonist, kind of a thorn in Loki and Mobius' side. Because I don't think she's going to forgive uh, Loki for what he did to her at the end of the episode. But I do think. Mobius is ranked a bit above her. So,
0: mm, you know, gotcha. All right. All That's right. The Loki that wraps here. wraps this one up. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of why is with Ty and Dan. We can be found on various podcasting platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Google Podcasts, and on our website. Why is with Ty we are also on YouTube audio exclusive at our channel. Why is with Ty and Dan.
1: You can also contact us by email at why is with Ty, Dan at gmail.com can follow us on Twitter at why is with and one, because I'm number one. You can also follow me, Danny Vincent on letterbox at blankments for reviews of movies, including those not in the MCU. We'd also like to thank Zachary Wright for editing this episode. Thank yes. you, Zach. We love you. Almost as much as Loki likes turkey. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> we'll see you next Loki week. Loki
0: meets turkey. <laughs>
1: well, actually, we'll see. Yeah, we will see you next week. This episode is coming on Friday. We'll see you next week.
0: Yep. Catch you in the next one.